0: Like, well, I'm not going. <laughs> Just that chicken tacos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's got beans. She's got beans, and she's got tacos. So we're good. That's fine. Yeah, all good. All right, we're we ready for this. I think so. Okay. All right. <sighs> hey, we did our drink before we said hello. <laughs> we did. <laughs> hello, and welcome to Sh- we're reading dirty books. This is Cela. And this is Kalina. And uh, yeah, so on our timeline, this is after, freshly after New Year's for us. Uh, so we hope everybody's staying safe and all of that stuff. And welcome to the podcast that talks about paranormal romance novels. There's gonna be a lot of throat clearing, a lot of sniveling. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get, I'll take all of that stuff out. I can do it. <laughs> Hopefully.
0: Yeah, because I have, I had COVID again. That's super fun. Um, mm. You know, this damn Omicron kicking everybody's butt right around Christmas and New Year's. And so I was positive last week and stayed home for 10 days. And I'm negative now, but I still have a lot of congestion. And I don't know that that's even COVID or just congestion from who knows what else fucking disease. (laughs) So yes, I apologize for all the weird... I just sound congested. like, And that you're not going to be able to fix. But hopefully you could get rid of all of my...
1: Uh, throat (laughs) clears and my sniffles oh no the world of ever since i started doing the dual track for editing people don't hear me clearing my throat anymore so i got you it's all good cool it's it's, uh this is audacity it's a pretty neat program (laughs) yeah well welcome back to our podcast guys we are going to talk about magnolia mystic but first do you have a, what is it? What do we do? Quickie? Quickie, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so would you rather be immortal or be psychic?
1: Ooh. Huh. That's a good one. I think typically I would always say mortal, but this world sucks <laughs> right now. <laughs> everything about the- i would want to know the future so that i can be like bye bitches the future looks really dismal to us and <laughs> the human world is not helping anything yeah yeah i think at this point i would rather be a fortune teller
0: yeah i never want to be immortal so i would definitely pick <laughs> psychic although it's hard right now because yeah like what's the point of seeing the future if the future's so shitty? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's hoping you'd see something that is positive right. and you'd be like, okay, guys, hold September on tight. The there's future. There's something positive coming our way mm-hmm. if we just hold on <laughs> long Absolutely. enough. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't relish the idea of knowing the future because I think that that really takes a lot of. Yes. Like agency and stuff out of, out of life, but I don't want to be immortal. So. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I mean, you were walking on eggshells the whole time because you sort of know the future, right? Whereas, yeah. you know, but if you think, so here's a, okay, here's the thing. You be the psychic and mm. I'll be the immortal person. Mm. And then I'll let you know <laughs> in the future <laughs> when I'm still alive, you're not how well it's going. Okay. You do <laughs> that. Good? Okay. Perfect. I've got a lot of mouth sounds too. And I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm hearing it tenfold. <laughs> It's very weird. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, guys, we read Magnolia Mystic by Lisa Kessler, narrated by Callie Dalton. And that's our first pirate book. It and is. We're excited to talk about it. You want to let's know that's? Sure. It's the first book
0: in her. Uh, Sentinels of Savannah series, which is about immortal pirates who live in Savannah <laughs> and are just really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. So, in this book, we're introduced to the whole crew. We don't, you know, this is book one, and we meet Colton, who is the quartermaster mm-hmm. uh, of the crew, which I guess is like the second in command.
1: Second captain? Co captain? Yeah.
0: I don't know if it's co, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. That's true. Uh, he
1: doesn't have that rank.
0: <laughs> so, he's. He has a replica of the Sea Dog, which is uh, their boat from the 1700s that they used to sail, and it's parked in Savannah Harbor or something. I guess (laughs) uh,
1: (laughs) Savannah Bay Harbor. Harbor. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's on the yeah, you know, the water there. The the one in Savannah. (laughs) In Savannah. (laughs) (laughs) And one day he's you know he does uh, tourist. Uh, tours across like on his boat where you know they come on they learn about the pirate life see an old replica of a pirate ship and then they get off and one day he's there and there's this woman who isn't following with a tour group and he has to like be like miss you got to go this way this is for crew only and they have a cute little banner back and forth about she doesn't want to listen to him because men suck and men are (laughs) bad And she's like, I'm just tired of you guys. Uh, just another man trying to tell me what to do. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> and uh, that's Skye. Uh, she is a native of Savannah, so she doesn't really need to go on the tour. She just meant to go on the pirate boat to throw her wedding ring or her engagement ring off of the boat into the water because she's obviously had a very negative breakup. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she's She's in her feelings at the moment. And he's like, whatever, you should pawn it. That's better for making money than just throwing it away. (laughs) They move on. They they part (laughs) ways. They don't even exchange names at this point. But he's instantly intrigued because... She has purple eyes and fire in her soul. And she's Mm -hmm. exactly the description that an ancient uh, prophecy has, or, you know, a fortune teller told him 200 years ago would be the woman he would fall in love with, who would be the beginning and the end of his life. And he's like, what does that mean? I'm immortal. (laughs) Meanwhile, one of his crewmates is in a horrible car accident and instead of being instantly healed and fine like they have been for the past 250 years, he ends up in the hospital on his like deathbed practically. Yes. All of them are starting to notice that like cuts and and bruises and and you know, rope burns, things that would heal instantly before are not healing as quickly as they used to. And they're starting to be concerned that what some of them call a curse, some of them call uh uh positive thing (laughs) what the fuck is the opposite word of curse (laughs) gift a gift
1: Uh, oh yes there you go (laughs) so some of them
0: call their immortality a gift and some of them call it a curse but anyway they all are noticing that it might be waning so they're a little bit concerned meanwhile their captain captain flynn is in town he's not normally supposed to be in savannah they had some kind of pact where I don't know we don't know the history but mm-hmm. he's like not a really great guy and so as long as he left Savannah alone he could do whatever he wanted and they wouldn't kill him I guess <laughs> interesting but anyway he comes to town because he's trying to buy up all this property and build a hotel and naturally the last piece of property he needs is Sky's fortune telling shop
1: mm-hmm. which has been in
0: her family since the 1800s and he shows up to try to buy it from her and she's like I'm, not, I'm never gonna sell this is my family's no psychic way, store I'm not gonna let you take it and tear it down and build a hotel so there's that tension is happening colton ends up in her shop accidentally because he's looking for the captain and trying to make sure he doesn't buy up he knows that that's the last piece of property he needs and when he walks in of course they're like oh man we just hung out like on your boat a minute ago and so they they find each other again Yes. Which leads naturally to a date, which leads to sex on the boat, which leads Mm. to him eventually telling her that he's an immortal pirate. And she freaks out for a bit. And then uh, she realizes that she loves him, even if he is insane and thinks he's an immortal pirate. Uh, (laughs) You know, that's fine. And then as the subplot goes, the uh, Holy Grail, which is what they initially stole uh, from a Spanish ship and drank from, which is what makes them immortal, Uh has gone missing. So right around the time they might need it, if they wanted to stay immortal, it's been stolen. And now they have to find it, hunt it down. Hopefully those who are interested in staying immortal can drink again and, and keep their immortality. Those like Colton, who maybe have a reason to become mortal... So he can live, grow old, and love Sky for her life, and they aren't tied forever to to immortality. They can uh, choose not to drink again. So that's you know, that's it. That's it. I mean, this is like um, it's not a, a two, long book.
1: A two hour. It was, I think, on normal speed. It's like two hours and twenty minutes or something. Yeah, not yeah. not a long time. Which is it fine. Was perfect. We you know what? I think we need these episodic episodes. It's nice to listen to a really long book every once in a while, or even like read an actual normal oh, size I, novel. Yeah. I yeah. mean that's what we do. That's that's what we enjoy. But sometimes having these little just little excerpts, I guess, are fun. Absolutely.
0: Sometimes I mean it's like Sometimes you sit down and you want to watch fucking all the Lord of the Ring movies back to back. And you want to yes. really invest 12 hours of your life into that. And then there's other times where you're like, I want a fucking 20-minute cartoon episode <laughs> yes. of Bob's Burgers and then I'm done. Yes. <laughs> like, That's
1: exactly what You just what it need, the
0: la- you need the variation. hmm <laughs> So we got these books because... At some point on my Kindle, you know, because Kindle, Amazon, they frequently are just like, here's a free book. And you're just like, fine, I'll take a free book. Like, when am I not going to take a free book? Right. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Of course I'm going to take a free book. (laughs) And that book was actually the third book in this series. It's Pirate's Pleasure, which is book three. And so then I read it on our girls' trip to New Orleans last year when we went to meet Chi Chi. Oh, I felt like pirates and New Orleans would go really well together and I was like, cool, I'm you gonna read were this reading that. I totally forgot you
1: were reading a pirate yeah. book.
0: And I was yeah. like, dude, <laughs> I'm reading this pirate book and they're fucking immortal and they it's a romance novel naturally. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why are we not reading about immortal pirates on our podcast? <laughs> that's crazy so it's crazy so i added this uh the first book in the series to our episode list because i was just like we need to read these these are great
1: well i'm glad you did because i'm very intrigued one because i mean i don't know if the rest of the books are going to be this short but even the story was very inviting so i love what is happening or what's starting to happen between colton and sky obviously it's happened within like a couple of days but they all do right they all start that
0: way that's what these books are for you know they gotta speed
1: up romance
0: not like five years later you're still figuring it out we need instant gratification guys yeah, nobody wants to read that. Well, yeah. somebody does, but not us. Uh- <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And I love the, the the books that open with a past storyline of one or two of them having some type of baggage because, you know, like falling in love in a cu- within a couple of days, having some type of situation where you were <laughs> in a bad a love story or whatever. So yeah. she's there tossing her engagement ring into, I, I, would you do that? What would you do with your ring? I feel like I wouldn't toss it into the, the ocean. Um, I think it depends on
0: what happened and the situation. Hers in particular doesn't sound like one where I would do that either. So she, as far as we could tell, they, we don't have 100% of a timeline on it. She'd only been with Kurt for like six months. It did seem like it was very short. Plus, and he
1: stole money from he her. He stole from her. So I for
0: sure would keep the ring and sell and it because I need- out
1: of it. <laughs> exactly.
0: Obviously, I bet you that ring is worth all of 10 fucking dollars. I mean, that's
1: true. Because if probably... this
0: dude is in it f- to steal money from her, he's not going out and buying her, you know, a $3,000 fucking diamond. That's
1: a good point. He's
0: he's the cheap ba- con a cheap con bastard
1: asshole. You know, mm-hmm. he's all those things. He's exactly, although it's not a con, con bastard, a bastard, asshole. asshole. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so <laughs>
0: I get that it's probably not worth anything, so why bother? But I don't even know. I feel like the act of throwing it over would be, I would have to have had a much bigger, like, the the relationship would have had to go south in a different way. Like, much more yeah. emotional attachments. Like... A six-month relationship where she, at- she even admits that as soon as she kicked him to the curb and he was gone, she didn't really miss him. She mm-hmm. missed the idea. She had been in it for... I'm ready to get married and have kids. I want my life to start well, Yeah, she this, this thought that he,
1: he was the one in the cards that she was reading about. And
0: she, yeah, she kept reading her own cards. And this card kept coming up over and over again. It's the, in tarot, it's the two of cups, which means love, commitment. It's the, it's the symbol, symbology of two becoming one the union of a a couple. And so she was reading into it because this card came up over and over and over again. Every time she read for herself, she at the same time like met Kurt and he is like, you know, showing interest and Mm -hmm. like courting her kind of. And she's like, well, this must be what the card is telling me. Right. It's kind of like that self-fulfilling prophecy sit where you're reading into your future and you're like, well, obviously, then the situation is what the card's telling me about. And you don't know that that's true or not. Exactly. So she doesn't seem to have been heartbroken over the situation. More she's feeling, I think, dumb and, and taken advantage of because he stole fucking money from her. Now, yeah, he I would have to turn his ass into the cops. What the fuck? He stole from you. That's actually fucking criminal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your fucking money back. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean, I know it's sex and it's embarrassing and maybe you don't want to, like, air that dirty laundry if you were taken in by a con man, but God, don't let him do it to others, you know? No. So I, I probably wouldn't the act of throwing it into the river and that kind of big grand gesture to me feels more like I would have had to been in a relationship for like a decade with a person and fully in love with them and then found out something like it was all fake and and they cheated and shit like that. That sounds more like, okay, now I need to the cathartic escape of throwing this ring into the ocean.
1: (laughs) Yes. Then it would mean that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But I would think though, and I think you're right that if there was any value to that ring, he probably would have asked for it back if he's willing to steal her money then yeah. he needs money he needs money be like yeah i spent a good 30 bucks on that i need it back <laughs>
0: give, give me that <laughs> that plastic back please
1: yeah so i enjoyed their meet cute i think it's always fun to, oh yeah to get that that first reaction when it's like ugh, i'm throwing a ring away because i am done with men and you're hot but annoying <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. like you're cute
0: i like you <laughs> I like it. And you got purple eyes. Purple eyes? Can you imagine that? I, I mean, you've seen them with, like, contacts and stuff, but I've never known anybody who legitimately had naturally purple eyes. Have I was going to
1: ask if that's even a real thing. No, I
0: think it is. I think there's kind of, like that violet color can be real, but you hear about mm-hmm. it way more in books. Like, yes, I think we probably have a, maybe 10 to 15% of our heroines have had purple eyes. Purple which eyes. Which is way higher yeah. than reality.
1: Yes, I agree. I agree. And and even the, like, our men that have gray eyes. Yeah. That yeah. happens a lot too.
0: But no, I thought their, yeah, their meet cute was funny. And then I love that he, like, this is why you know it's like fate, right? Because he just goes into her shop. Her shop is the one that, Captain Flynn needs to buy to to finish his hotel. Like she's the only obstacle in the way and Colton's trying to stop the hotel. And Mm -hmm. so obviously it all falls together and that's how you know it's meant to be. Because otherwise there's no way they'd meet again in a city like Savannah, you know.
1: Yeah. I I thought the – when we find out a little bit later that Flynn is the captain of this fleet. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't understand pirate hierarchy, but (laughs) if he's the captain – Wouldn't Colton be punished for punching the captain? Because he punched him in her store as he was leaving or something, right? Didn't he clock him?
0: I thought he just grabbed his lapels.
1: Okay, maybe in my head. And
0: pushed him up against the wall and she Uh, took a hold of Colton and said, no, let him go and asked Flynn to leave.
1: Maybe maybe, he did
0: punch him. I don't know. I mean, so we don't have the full backstory. I think it does start coming up a little bit in future books because I vaguely remember it from book three. So when they were crewing the Sea Dog, pirates vote on who's captain, who's uh, Mm -hmm. quartermaster, and it's very diplomatic. And it sounded like they initially picked Flynn as captain, and Colton's the quartermaster who's supposed to take over in the event of the captain's death. Yeah. And that Flynn was very... Focused on the piracy of piracy, <laughs> yeah, the money, the, the stealing, money, the booty, the, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a very material focused person, and we don't know what happened, but something happened. He must have done something against the rules, the pirate rules, because they there is they alluded to his sentence of death, like they were supposed to kill him mm. because of something he did. Now they made an agreement since they were immortal, I guess. That as long as he stayed out of Savannah and let the crew yes. alone, he mm-hmm. could go do whatever and they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't have any issue with him and he wouldn't have any issues with them. They wouldn't have them. to kill him. Yeah.
1: And exactly. so his
0: attempt to buy up all this land and build, he's a, he's a re- real estate mogul in, mm-hmm. the, in the world now. Because naturally, you know, when you've been a pirate in the life for 250 years, you're very wealthy. <laughs> you are very wealthy. <laughs>
1: and let pot. me tell you, real estate will get you there, especially exactly. commercial real estate.
0: Yeah. So he's decided that he doesn't care if their agreement was to stay out of Savannah. He wants to build this hotel there. So we don't really know everything. I think it starts to come up in other books. You know, the more like more of the backstory comes out about mm-hmm. why they're not because none of them seem to be really friendly with him anymore. Like, no, they, they still call him captain and stuff, but they're all like, we because don't really they have care to, Right. Right. You should just leave us all alone. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you would think that fighting wouldn't be. Would get you in trouble, but I don't. Well,
1: that—that's what I thought too. That I was just like, "There's no," because then when you find out later that that was the captain, I was like, "Ooh, I feel like he should get like beheaded or something." I don't know. I don't know how captain courts or not captain pirate courts. <laughs> I <laughs> that, don't <either. laughs> The judgment system goes there, but anyway. So yeah, Sky and Colton do the sex twice. They, they do the sex very, it's very nicely nice. in this book. Man, it was super hot. Super hot, especially for. See, this is it. They're precise, short, and sweet. Like you get a little bit of the storyline. You meet the characters, and boom, they fucking. It's beautiful. Then they have a little bit more storyline and a little bit of bantering and fighting, and then they fucking do it again because they're like, "Hey, this is it. This is the person <laughs> I'm supposed to be with." And on a boat, mm. we haven't had sex on a boat yet, have we? Or a ship? Or a canoe? Or <laughs> you know, any. <laughs> I probably don't bad.
0: think we have because I don't think we've had anybody
1: be on a boat. No, so this one's brand new for us, and I, I kind of dig it. I, I kind dig of dig it. it. And I'm not a water person. No, but-
0: there's something super hot about pirate, like romanticized, the romanticized version of pirates that we think of now, not reality, obviously. I think they are actually no. probably pretty gross. Oh, I'm um, scary. <laughs> Terrifying, so terrifying, and and unclean. Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> and that damn scurvy, and, like, like that damn
0: scurvy. <laughs> oh, and they're all missing like eyes and legs and hands and, and teeth too. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cleanliness of the boat is probably you know a oh, question. Bit of concern. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. from the seventeen hundreds. But <laughs> but you throw all that out and you just buy into the romanticized version, whitewashed version we have of pirates, and you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to fuck a really handsome pirate? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, he sounded gorgeous. They're all muscled out the wazoo because they spend all day climbing up and down ropes on a boat and like, you know. Yes. Using yeah. all kinds of arm and back muscles, leg muscles. Mm-hmm. So you got a yeah. nice chiseled physique, and you know, loose, pretty
1: clothes, and he's and so got gold. Far, he does. He has lots of gold, <laughs> and he doesn't seem like a like an overbearing, masculine asshole. I no, really like I like him. I
0: like him a lot too because he really quickly, like, obviously, he didn't tell her day one, "Hey, I'm an immortal pirate." Sure. <laughs> Probably wise choice. <laughs> it's not what well, it's not an opener.
1: I don't think the date uh, would have happened. <laughs>
0: but he very quickly like within a week wanted to tell her Mm -hmm. and and like and found a time to tell her so it wasn't sometimes we read these kind of books and the story unfolds where the heroine finds out the truth outside of his control and then it feels a lot more like lying and like you know keeping secrets and because she she is hurt from her past yeah. experience, Kurt, and uh, she also grew up without a father. Her mother never told her who her father was. And so she has this baggage about men, which, you know, who doesn't? <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> even men, have baggage about men. They just don't know it yet. Um,
1: <laughs> I found my one-liner. It's fucking perfect. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs>
0: so he's like they take the boat out sailing and like half the crew comes and and, you know they're sailing the boat and he takes her up the rigging to the crow's nest and he's like i want to tell you the truth and he's like i'm a 250 year old pirate and she's like oh fucking jesus he's crazy and i'm out on the water with him i was falling for him and now i'm stuck in the ocean shit is not great so she, you know, she freaks out a bit, but she gets talked down pretty quickly cuz she has a friend one-eyed Bob who happens to be one of their crew. She mm-hmm. didn't know it until they all met and realized they all knew each other, but he runs a restaurant in town and all the the locals know the restaurant and in that restaurant it's always belonged to one-eyed Bob's family and every man who's ever run it going back 200 years has had one. Eye. Has had one eye and <laughs> looks a little bit like one-eyed Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and no so he kind of explains why. to her he's like come on how long have you known me and she's like my whole life 27 yeah. years and he's like do i look 27 years older now than i did than i did when you were it. a child and she's like well sh- <laughs> no because that's i mean obviously the older you are the less time really does sure you know you you know It's harder to tell, but the difference between 60 and 90 is actually kind of sizable. Pretty (laughs) significant.
1: That and all of the old photos that they had of previous owners were all of him. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: and he's like, look at that wall. Like, come on. Can you honestly tell me you don't think that's me? Male ancestor of mine only had one eye. (laughs) we all have is it genetic do we all just genetically have one eye
1: <laughs> it's so funny it was very it was cleverly written I loved it's it it's so
0: good so she, she comes around she realizes well they can't all be insane and think they're all 250 year old pirates <laughs> that's a real intense folio. do <laughs>
1: Yeah, because there isn't really anything that they can display to show her. Because I don't, besides like healing powers, so far, and they
0: they don't really have those right now.
1: Right, exactly, and they don't even have it right now. There's no way for him to actually prove to her that he really is a couple hundred years old, no. at least at this point. So I don't know if later on they gain supernatural powers of some sort or whatever, but you know how how do you prove it? Yeah, I mean, you. I guess if you
0: had. F- photos of yourself for 200 years or however long photography's existed
1: i guess bob's got it down yeah yeah
0: (laughs) and you could just be like look obvious and like and not even like just photos of you naturally without you trying to disguise yourself yeah you could be like look it's 250 years worth of pictures although nowadays you could fake that so that's true that's what photoshop
1: is for That is what it's for. Or or Snapchat filters. Oh, definitely. I mean, Snapchat. You know, Ooh. I wonder if there's 100. a pirate filter. <gasps> Ooh, I bet you there are. Dude, when we get together tonight, we need to fucking take pictures for <laughs> we about do. We 17 do. minutes straight <laughs> yeah. so that we have a lot.
0: Let, so let's bring okay. five different outfits and we'll fix our hair
1: and we'll just keep taking photos. How about we just <laughs> keep changing into Emily's clothes? <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> It'll be great. So, I don't know. Oh, no, I was um, just going to say, let's talk about the sex. I know you're going to bring it up. I was going to talk gonna gonna about the it it sex because just
0: fucking do it. it all happened on the boat, which I'm really
1: keen for. I think oh, I would like to have sex on a pirate boat. So, look, have you ever, you've been on a cruise at least. I have. So, next time we go on a cruise, you have to get boned. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> let's just put that on the list. <laughs> okay. Done.
0: At it's this point... Notebook. It, since COVID existed, I, there's no fucking way oh. I'd get on a boat. No,
1: no, hell no. No. <laughs>
0: on a cruise. I feel like that is definitely, like, they were, they struggled before COVID. They'd have outbreaks of, like, norovirus and shit, and it was terrifying because you're stuck on a boat with yeah. a bunch of people <laughs> who are getting sick. Yeah, just horrible, (laughs) awful. But the fact that they are still happening, like uh, somebody I know knows somebody who's just now getting on a boat, like a cruise last week. And I was like, that's Mm. horrifying.
1: (laughs) The way this disease is moving, you would absolutely end up stuck. You cannot go anywhere in there. Nowhere.
0: There's no getting away
1: from it. Even anyway. in your quarters is a little bit precarious, but
0: yeah. So, but no. In the future, some future time, once the virus is gone and we can go on cruises again, I would happily like to get fucked on a cruise. But
1: <laughs> Let's do this
0: <laughs> We'll just make we'll it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just. We'll. We'll start a bucket list for
1: me. <laughs> we will we'll start you a bucket list and that will be definitely on there top 10
0: and it doesn't have to be a big cruise boat it could I'd be an at a, little pirate boat, ship. a pirate ship
1: a sailboat yeah. i like yeah.
0: sailboats
1: i wouldn't say no to a canoe or a raft
0: i would i imagine <laughs> sex in a canoe is awkward and uncomfortable Don't and you probably flip it oh you'd 100%. capsize that bitch <laughs>
1: I have a paddleboard. Should I have sex on my paddleboard? Oh, my God. You can. That would be very difficult. (laughs) Very difficult. You absolutely can. That thing could fit, like, four people. You can do it. You just have a big old fucking orgy on your paddleboard.
0: Well, it would just be so visible to everybody. (laughs) Because it's just a floating board.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The exhibitionist in you is coming out. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, sure. But
1: anyway, so, yeah, she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. This guy's hot. We've gone on a... sort of date and i kind of just want to do something careless and just fuck and this guy seems into me he's really nice super strong carrying me down this pole and uh wasn't that sexy oh my god he was like i'll just i I think that was at that point where i was just like okay he's he's gonna show his supernatural power and like evaporate or something and like (laughs) you know (laughs) disappear from the top of the hole to the very bottom of the boat or something but nothing nothing supernatural happened but anyway i mean if for the most of it it was just normal sex but it was it was the playing like the sort of like the foreplay and the making out that they had that was good mm
0: -hmm. yeah and it's like you know when somebody carries you down a rope ladder from the top of a boat to the bottom of the boat (sighs) I you just
1: want to I just wanna be carried everywhere.
0: I wanna like a <laughs> she's just clinging to him like a spider monkey.
1: <laughs> I need that. I just want to like hang on to a guy while he's just like, you know, we're grocery shopping or you know, whatever. <laughs> just <laughs> I just wanna ride on someone's back. <laughs> Can that happen, please? But anyway, so.
0: But yeah, they just, they have a really intense initial night together. And, you know, he goes, oh, I've never made love to someone in the crow's nest. Because they started out at the top, like we've been Mm -hmm. saying. And then they, he's like, let's get down. Let's go down to the bedroom in the bottom of the boat. So they get down and she's like, well, this isn't sex. Or this isn't, we're not making love. This, tonight's just sex. Because she's Mm -hmm. trying to really... Separate go, the I can't get into another thing again. I was just duped by my ex, and it's all over. And I'm not ready. And I just want to one night stand with this dude who is a sexy pirate. Mm-hmm. Um, she also has like a history, like her whole childhood fantasies were pirates
1: stories yes. and stuff. Yeah, it's actually what she wears in her fortune telling sessions. <laughs> yeah, like she <laughs> when she runs her shop, she dresses as a pirate
0: because <laughs> mm-hmm. you would get better results, I yeah. think, in Savannah if you're a pirate fortune teller the part yeah right and so they go down and you know he takes her to his his room his his what do they call it cabin. cabin yes and it's just
1: so steamy like so fast but so hot oh so hot. hot yeah he like goes down on her after playing with her for a little bit and she's just like dude stop it let's just fuck <laughs> and then uh she's like do you have a condom and in his head he's like i don't even know if i can get you pregnant but sure whatever and so he has one and We get a description of him taking the condom off and throwing it to the side of the bed after they're done, which is not something we've had before. I love that. He was just like,
0: he just stripped it off and dropped it. He's like, I'll find that fucking thing in the morning. (laughs) He's like, fuck it. He's like, now is not the time to deal with it.
1: (laughs) He enjoys the moment. Yeah, I, I like that. It's so real. That's like a real...
0: Oh, that felt exactly like situation. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Where
0: you're like, yeah, that's yeah. that's what happens. You would think, though, after 250 years, especially because there wasn't really good Proto- condom or, con- you know, cons- prophylactic cons- contraception <laughs> uh, before, like, I don't know, the 1900, before like right? 1950 even that they somebody in the pirate crew would have found out whether or not they
1: could have babies could have
0: babies you would think someone would already
1: know that (laughs) They I mean, either they have a full crew.
0: They've all been sexually active for 250 years. There's no way assuming. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So either there are babies out there that they don't know about or mm-hmm. they aren't able to produce kids. We don't know.
1: Yeah, which is I don't know, maybe the future books and the prophecy will open up more information for that because he does talk to her about how he does want to have kids and
0: I am like 90% sure in book 3 she's pregnant.
1: Oh, well there
0: you go. Wow. But the answer is there that's just me skipping ahead because i read
1: book three first <laughs> is book three are they still on the adventure to go find the holy grail
0: um no they found it in book two so they're after something else in book three so that uh fbi guy's kind of around still and there's a whole bunch of like intrigue with he kind of keeps coming back to them mm-hmm. as i think he actually might have the grail and he, he holds it over their heads oh. and makes them do, like, supernatural missions for him, like hunt uh, down other artifacts and sure. be pirates okay. and stuff. Or at least something like that was happening in book three. He he was around and somebody was stealing something and the pirates had to get it and, you know. But still, the the bulk of the story is in that book was, I forget his name, but one of the pirates and, and a new chick. I mean,
1: that's what these books okay. are Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go from one pirate to the other. Just got to yeah. get all the pirates paired up. Well, and this one was super quick. The second sex scene was just them. Uh, this was after she was like pissed and thinking he was all nuts. So because he said he's a pirate then they go No, back it's down. before
0: that is it
1: It mm-hmm. was after no because the book end after
0: it ended right after right Right.
1: that's what it was oh no yeah because she was holding off for a while she's just kind of like oh that's because she'd slipped out the first night
0: yeah so in the morning she she gets the fuck off that boat she wakes mm-hmm. up and goes oh shit i didn't mean to have sex with this dude on this boat <laughs> <laughs> and so she she skedaddles And goes back to her psychic practice and she's doing her stuff and he shows up and he's like, well, where do we stand? And she's like, nowhere. Nowhere. (laughs) And he's like, I want to get to know you. Like Mm -hmm. I want us to, I can't, he's like, I'm not ready to be done. With you yet. And so he, he asks her to come out on the boat with them, with the crew. He's like, yeah, let's okay. sail. Because he can tell that she's got a pirate heart. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so And he wants to tell her the truth.
0: And he does. Mm-hmm. And so she agrees and they spend the next week kind of hanging out but not having sex. Because okay. she's like, all right, I'll keep hanging out with you, but we got to slow shit down in the bedroom because yeah. – I'm not sure about this. And then... Then she gives in
1: anyway. <laughs> she shows up on his boat one night. He comes home and she's already That's there right. in she's his bed. She's asleep in his bed. And oh, I love that scene so much. I love those type of scenes.
0: Because he, he just gets in bed and he doesn't know she's there. No, he's just like, holy shit, there's... <laughs> she like sighs and he's Mommy, like, "What?
1: There's someone sleeping in my bed." <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they they have sex again, but this time they don't remember the condom. So this is how we like end up. I think this is why she ends up pregnant. Ah,
1: uh, okay, that that makes sense. That but makes she's sense. she's like, "I guess I just
0: didn't care that much. You know, I'm not that worried or whatever." He's like, "I promise, I'll always <laughs> be there with you."
1: He's like, I, "You don't have anything to worry about. This is I would never abandon you." And, mm-hmm. she, and she's like, "Well, that's easy to say when you're still inside." Me. <laughs> <laughs> well she was on top this time too <laughs> and that was a good scene yeah mm-hmm. i love it so it's just
0: they were cute quick and like sexy yeah
1: they were both feeding into this type of pro- like each individual separate prophecy that they'd heard for about themselves you know him with a girl on purple eyes and her with the guy in the two cups and so they were just kind of like not really uh, i guess fate was kind of forcing it and making it happen but they were both seeing into it and I guess uh, it, it, p- not paving the way. I don't know, guess they're settling either. But they're maybe they're just coming to realize that this is what it's supposed to be, and this is what they're. Well, I think the difference, especially at least for Sky,
0: is she was really forcing it with Kurt because she was seeing this card keep coming up, telling her she was to meet her soulmate. Mm-hmm. Right, that's what the card was saying. And she looked around and didn't have anyone really on the horizon. And then Kurt showed up and she's like, well, this must be what the card is telling me. Without using her own intuition. So at that point, she's letting kind of what she thinks she saw in her future Mm -hmm. by reading these cards overrule... The world that she's actually living in, because if she right. was had been honest with herself, she acknowledges that she really didn't love Kurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just assumed she was supposed to because the card told her and he exactly. was the only one around at the time. But instead, maybe the card was foretelling a future person she was
1: meeting, i.e. Colton. Right. She was trying to make Kirk the person that, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. that the, the card was telling her about. And then for Colton, he got that
0: fortune from, from the fortune teller 200 years ago about he'd meet a woman with purple eyes and fire in her heart and she would be the beginning and end of his life, right? Mm -hmm. and so at first he didn't really know what that meant he looked for her for a while but there's been 200 years so she's like whatever obviously that isn't real but then as soon as he sees sky he goes oh this sounds exactly like what the fortune teller told me but he doesn't know how to interpret that bit about the beginning and the end Mm -hmm. and I think it all falls into place once they realize you know regardless of whether it's what the fortune teller meant or anything he started falling for her because of who she is right right and now it happens to coincide with a time where the cup's power of immortality is wearing off. So he gets to make this choice to begin the rest of his life with her Uh instead of continuing on this kind of gray, immortal life that he had been living. I don't know. It's
1: very cute. I mean. It is very cute.
0: It's fun. I love a good, funny pirate story.
1: It's different. We haven't ever had one before. So I think these adventures are going to be fun, which I think can then lead to our kiss and tell. Sure. Which is about fortune telling and whether or not we've had it done or we've done it ourselves or we believe in the messages that have been given to us or just anything that surrounds it. So have you had any... Uh, for- yes, you have. You yes. have had some <laughs> fortune telling that yeah. I was there. <laughs>
0: You were there. So when we were on our New Orleans trip last summer, when you're walking around Bourbon Street, there's all these ladies sitting, Uh you know, with cards and some of them have tarot and some of them have playing cards. But I think I sat down at a tarot table. You did. It was tarot. Because I just wanted, you know, it was kind of around, it was like, what, a month after my
1: breakup. And I was like, Uh what are we doing? What's going on with my life?
0: (laughs) So we walked
1: by. We were the only ones on that street. We're like, hey, you asked, should we get it done? And I was like, yes, you should get it done. Yes, I should. Now, naturally, I'm very skeptical of these. Mm -hmm. I think
0: that so much of it, and, and if they're good, I don't know if I believe in it. I think there's a chance for there to be like vibrations from the universe kind of telling you things but I don't know and some sure. people are more attuned to that than others mm-hmm. but when what I think really happens is they're good at reading people yes, and they can tell what you want to hear and kind of give you that information mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm naturally skeptical so I did sit down and I fucking was gonna go stone face and make her guess everything and, and you it, did and it was not a very good reading No, because <laughs> she, she couldn't decide what to say because I was like blank and she is like, I
1: can't nope. read her. <laughs> oh man. I saw that when I was witnessing it. I was like, oh damn, Colina's really good hurt. Her- <laughs> the film's gonna have to work for her money.
0: <laughs> and she did. She did. But she didn't, she couldn't come up with anything no. concrete in any way because I didn't
1: know what I wanted to hear anyway. So well, and everything she'd guessed was wrong. It's something that that is not even in your cards, literally not in your cards. Because she was yeah. talking about You having like children in the future and like you know family and (laughs) that's and then I was sitting back like oh god I'm gonna go have a cigarette with Emily because (laughs) this doesn't seem right. (laughs) No, there was a lot of weird
0: things and like
1: also we didn't want to hover. What we didn't want to hover.
0: No, no, that's fine. And you guys, I didn't obviously. I don't care if you guys had heard it (laughs) because. I don't know. I don't believe it. I think I'd like to try again mm-hmm. with somebody a little bit more, maybe in a shop like Skies, like an actual yeah. set shop as opposed to, she. this lady was just on the street. I mean, it was fun and it was sure. just uh, I whatever I paid her, I don't remember. but
1: <laughs> $20, $20, I paid bucks. her.
0: <laughs> yeah, yes, thank you. You paid for my fortune. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. Yeah. But you have to be appropriate amount skeptical. I think people who need it too, too strong I <laughs> can get taken for a ride and end up yes. fleeced by people, you know, who don't have the best intentions. And that's not all of them. There's plenty that are really honorable and really want mm-hmm. to just help people make choices in their life, basically. And sometimes you can kind of get that feel of what, what they themselves are wanting and the right quote-unquote psychic can channel that back to them. So it helps them make decisions. Exactly. But really, honestly, probably decisions they've already made, but they really need somebody to help them walk through it. And so that's what they're getting out of a reading or a fortune telling
1: experience yeah or to justify a certain way that they feel yeah exactly to feel.
0: yeah but mm-hmm. if you're you know too desperate for some kind of sign you could get taken advantage of so you get
1: suckered in quick
0: yeah so i was like dead set about not going to give her any kind of clue and so she gave me a whole bunch of empty things that well, didn't make any sense
1: <laughs> you f- fucking gave her a challenge and it was quite <laughs> impressive to see but also it's you so i'm like yeah yeah Yeah, we'll see how this goes. I think she was just going for like the typical answers that a quote unquote woman would want to hear, you know. Yeah.
0: Kind of guessing what my age range is probably Mm -hmm. and figuring out where I might be looking. And she didn't come down on the
1: right way, but that's fine. It was fun. No, it was fun. I think we should find a fortune teller. I think girl. we should.
0: Um, it was fun. I really like doing that kind of stuff on travels too, you know? Oh, yeah.
1: And that was part of the culture. And uh, Oh,
0: very much so. I know, would do it again. The scene. Like, absolutely. New Orleans seemed like a good place to get it done.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was fun. <laughs>
0: so that was fun. But no. no, I don't think I had a very good... Or very prophetic reading, but that's okay.
1: It was still yeah, fun. We'll find another one. Sure. We'll find it. But th- I mean, that's that's the thing about it though. It's like, even if you do believe in this kind of stuff, you're going to keep going and finding new tellers until you hear the thing that you want to hear, right? I think I'm with you on that. I don't think I necessarily believe in it. And I think that a lot of people who want it to feel like they need to have faith in something will seek it and hang on to the information that they're given, whether or not it's actually true about their lives. Well,
0: I think it helps with the just vast uncertainty that is life, you know. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely.
0: If we all just knew, like how much easier would life be if you just knew?
1: Right. What? I don't know. But if you just knew... But if you knew, then, then how it, would how would you get there?
0: Exactly, or what what's the journey? Like the point of the journey? Like mm-hmm. you know, so it, it feels like it would be. I think it helps with like anxiety and people going. Mm-hmm. It's just too uncertain. I don't know which decision to make. How do I know if it's the right one? All of that's really hard. But that's life, you know. You yeah. don't know, and You're that's kind in... of the purpose. <laughs> <Yeah. You're laughs> Is not you not just have to. Know. to figuring out for yourself and kind of make those decisions as best you can. And, and mm-hmm. you know, if it's some, if it's wrong, that's okay. Maybe
1: you learn from it and you choose differently next time or something. Exactly. So. You, you get to create your own path on that. And that's, I yeah. think not knowing the final end of it is it's all for the better. It is. It really is. Yeah. But. So for me, I've never had a reading done. I think I've had just like a couple of Actually, I take that back. I think I might have had a tarot reading or two done for me, but I don't remember them. And I don't know who did them. I think it was probably just out of fun at like a sleepover or something like that. But I can – I have a way of reading regular playing cards, but mm-hmm. – that is exactly what you had said, where you sit with a person and you talk to them as you're dealing out the cards and you get a story from them, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start building a different scenario in your head, one that you think that they feel they want to hear. Mm-hmm. So then you start feeding them in and it sucks because like, that's really terrible. You're playing with people's emotions. <laughs> and I guess at that point, you don't really know, or I didn't really know how dependent these answers were going to be for these high school girls at school that were going through <laughs> trauma with their boyfriends, you know? You
0: know <laughs> like they oh, paid we... for my
1: school lunches and stuff with this shit <laughs> that was the
0: best it was. we would do that so much in high school that so was always much. so much fun
1: and everybody it... loved it but girls would come to me crying yeah, like yeah. if it was just in our group of friends with like mm-hmm. you know us and then like chris and just whoever a bunch of like just reading cards and and doing all that stuff for f- just the f- sheer fun of it yeah but then there'd be the, <laughs> the girls that would come to me and just in tears and I would tell them, I, I would pretty much retell them the story that they had just told me mm-hmm. in a context that they want to hear that would make mm-hmm. them happy in the end yeah and then i'd get a buck for it I'd go <laughs> buy a chick-fil-a sandwich it was amazing it was great but it is all in all good fun and it is that's the case yeah it, that's exactly it she was trying your fortune teller was trying to get a great read of you and she could not do it and i mean good <laughs> on her for trying but yeah
0: no. I, I, but I would do it again. I would go yeah. to another one and just see what they have to say. I think it's fun.
1: I do too. We should do it. We'll do, we'll see if we can find, get an uh another like truly good one or one that's a little bit more um substantial. <laughs>
0: How bad did
1: this book make
0: you want to go to Savannah?
1: Ah, uh, you know what? It it didn't. <laughs>
0: oh. I really want to go to Savannah. <laughs>
1: I know that sounds really terrible. I think
0: a combination of this book and the third one, which, again, I've already read, but you haven't. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I just was like, holy shit, I want to go to Savannah. This sounds like a very fun, just to, to visit, you know, to travel, explore, because
1: I haven't been, so. Sure. I, I, I would still absolutely do it. But I don't know. I guess I didn't really grasp onto the picturesque part of Savannah. So mm. I was just more into the fucking pirate ship more well, than yeah. anything.
0: Well, I want to go and be on a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> That I do for sure. So maybe we'll make a trip to Savannah and we'll find a psychic and we'll see what they say.
1: Let's do it. Let's see if we could find a, a book con out there Ooh, and just fucking do it. That'd be perfect. That sounds amazing. There's got to be a book convention in Savannah. Yes. That will do. I will wear three fucking masks on the airplane for that. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll drive. We don't need to get on an airplane. Okay, let's do it. It's, it's, fine. Um, it's only, fine. It's only like 50 too. hours. It's no we problem. Can.
1: Yeah, the two of us on the road be amazing <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't be the first time. No. Nope. We've done this before. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, so that's our, our kids and tell about that. We thought we'd yeah. have some fun with fortune telling. Do you have a fun fuck fact for us?
0: I do. I have uh, this article. is on NassauParadiseIsland.com, which is obviously um, the Bahamas tourism blog, I think.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so facts, guys. <laughs> so
0: definitely facts, you guys. <laughs> and it is called, arr, did you know, (laughs) 10 fun pirate facts and this. (laughs) It was Dude. posted on so June 4th, awesome. 2014. Nice. And it's not giving me a author. So my guess is it's just like put together facts about pirates from random sources. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a blog post on a travel blog mm-hmm. <laughs> from the Bahamas. Yeah. So here are the 10 fun facts real quick. Blackbeard was the most feared pirate of all. The skull and crossbones flag at the top of the pirate ship is called the Jolly Roger. Jolly Roger. Not every pirate ship used the Jolly Roger flag. (laughs) There were women pirates.
1: Hells yeah. Zoe Zaldana. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. They don't mention her. (laughs) No, they don't. They don't talk about Pirates of the Caribbean? Okay.
0: No, but Mary Read, <laughs> Anne Bonnie, Grace O'Malley,
1: and Shing Shi. Xi, oh, yes. I have heard of that last one. Yeah.
0: She was like, like ran a whole fleet of yeah, pirate ships in, in badass. Asia, China Sea area. Yeah. Grog was the pirate's drink, and it's a mixture of rum, water, lemon juice, and sugar, which sounds delicious.
1: Whoa.
0: That's basically rum punch, and I want to drink it now. Okay.
1: It's the, to me, it sounds like <laughs> lemonade with a little bit of rum. Essentially. <laughs> it's yeah, lemonade with rum in
0: it. Uh, Captain Woods Rogers chased the pirates out of the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was a governor or something. Pirates did have eye patches, just like one eyed Bob. <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh they didn't really make people walk the plank they didn't always bury their treasure and each pirate ship had its own set of rules and code
1: there you go there we go Fun. i love that. our matey did you learn anything (laughs) new (laughs) i
0: love the pirate stuff so
1: i love i'm so glad you found pirates to put on our stash because they are so much fun i enjoyed them so much
0: fun (laughs) (gasps) <gasps> we gotta love the pirates. <laughs> I just like different things. Yeah. You know? Definitely. We gotta have our standards, but we also have some new things we gotta you know, read every once in a while.
1: We gotta do our thing. Yeah. Well, cool. So, yeah, at the end of the book, guys, they are together. Uh, yeah. They, don't, uh, they never refer to their coming together as a faded meat type thing. No, of no, no.
0: This isn't, it isn't like our shifter books where things are yeah. necessarily... I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, he
1: had that fortune
0: that told him this, but it wasn't... I don't know. The whole point of their coming together isn't to save the world, right? So. so, and he did ask her to marry him at the very end, and she has a beautiful yeah. amethyst ring that he stole from somebody because it's That's a pirate right.
1: booty. <laughs> I love that too. He stole it. He's like, oh, I'm a pirate. I don't know how much it cost, the when I stole it, whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. All right. Okay. So, um, let's rate this thing. Yes. Let's just say both our numbers. Okay. Consecutively. Mm-hmm. Not three, so we do six. Six, we do six. <laughs> oh, do I wonder what you're gonna get. In like. the <laughs> okay, okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, seven, seven, seven. 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 <laughs> it's six just... was a slip up, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, it's
0: just fun. It's not the best Mm -hmm. book in the world. It's not bad. I actually think her writing was pretty good for, you know, a quick pirate story. It kept me entertained. And there was enough, you know, what's going on action plot, but it's not like overly done because it's, you know, just a story of these two guys finding each other, these two people. Mm -hmm. So I like it. I read I'm ready to read the rest of them. Like right now, like tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And you probably can.
0: <laughs> I probably could.
1: They don't take that. Long. Yeah and I, I agree I think it was I just love the short and sweet they give us exactly what we needed in a confined story and enough to want us to go back to finish off the rest of the story so I think it was perfectly done and I, I love it I think obviously maybe we don't get too much of a detailed of sex because it was a two hour long book but that wasn't why I gave it a seven mm-hmm. it, you know I, yeah, I thought I know. it was done perfectly
0: we have to place it in the scope of all the books we've read exactly. and it's good and it's good sex it's just mm-hmm. we've also read some scenes that were better sex but yes. you know we've also yeah. read some books that had no sex and that was exactly. that exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not the point guys Yep. so it's all good so yeah all cool. right
0: that was fun
1: all right guys so for our next book we are going to be reading seduced in salem by millie Taton, so this is the second book in the mystic bayou series so we're super <laughs> excited to get back into salem and you know get down with the well, I guess we're not going to have a dragon. I think we're going to have a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> so, yeah, that's next. That's next two weeks from now. We'll, we'll be back with that. Um, mm-hmm. In the meantime, please feel free to reach out to us on all social media. Let us know what you think, what you, I don't know. Just talk to us. Tell us, tell so, us yeah. fun things. You can find us at Shh Dirty Books on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Or you can email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And in all those places, it is sh with three H's.
1: And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. And if you can rate, review, subscribe to any of those places that allow you to do that, that'd be great. And thank you so much, Jim Townsend, for your music. Oh, that was- oh my God, I can't believe that. What was <laughs> that was just a whole bunch. That nonsense. was gibberish. I have no idea. That was nonsense. I'm sorry. With that, we will say goodnight. <laughs> or I guess it's not night right now. But anyway, this is Saylette. This is Galena. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Yeah, you've been listening to sh- Reading Dirty Books with Galina and Saylette. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.